everybody, and welcome to episode 161 of the Savvy Girls Podcast. This is Melanie, and I am podcasting from the couch here in St. Albert, Alberta. And this is Savvy Mom, and I am also sitting on the couch in St. Albert, Alberta. It's a small couch. I'm really sitting on you. It's pretty cozy. Actually. Yeah, I'm hoping I'll get a massage while we podcast. <laughs> it's really hard for me to podcast and think and talk and, and massage at pull. the same time. Maybe if we're watching uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes a little bit later. Okay, then we can, all right. I'll but give you a massage. I am not going to say no, but right now we are not here to convince... I was going to say convince strangers to give us massages. <laughs> You're not a stranger. I hope not. I, we're here to talk about... Knitting and crochet. So sit back, pull out your crochet hook or your knitting needles and your latest work in progress and enjoy the podcast. Enjoy the show. And I say, hey, 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 it's just an ordinary day and it's all your state of mind. At the end of the day, you just got to say it's all right. So, Savvy Mom, what have you been up to? Creative-wise? In terms of what have I been busy creating? Well, this is the second time in five minutes we've started the podcast. I know. And the first time started with a two-minute debate about which bugs were creepy and which bugs we loved. <laughs> it was a pretty good it's debate. very easy. Fine, let's do it again. <laughs> On which bugs do you love, Mom? I don't mind ladybugs. Okay, even though they're beetles. Even though they're beetles, okay. but they're little and they're cute. I'm not starting this again. And earthworms. I don't have a worms. problem with I don't have a problem with earthworms. They're not bugs. Or spiders. No, I have a problem with spiders. I love little twinkly spiders. I know you they do. are lovely. I love grasshoppers and crickets. Oh, I don't and like grasshoppers. We're already a minute into this two minute debate that I started again. So <laughs> let's move on. Mom Let's move on. And we're talking about bugs because we spent several hours. Today and yesterday, uh -huh. working in the garden, digging out weeds and roots and planting Finding roots. We're finding, never getting I, those roots out. I know, we never will. I'm pretty sure the tree next door has decided to keep all of its roots in our garden. Either that or that's the roots from the tree that used to be there. That no, down. I'm afraid that they're, they're really thick, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, we, what did we plant, Mom? We planted a pot, uh, two pots that each had two different kinds of mint mm -hmm. in it. I love using mint and lemon, lemon verbena and lemon balm for making my morning tea. And how did you get into this wonderful habit? Or where did you find this idea? Well, we went to Israel one year. 16 years ago. Was it that long ago? Well, 15, 7, it was... It was a long time ago. And we were visiting relatives and we were sitting around the table and they said, would you like tea? And they went out to the garden and came in with a handful. They had just twisted off of a plant a handful of lemon verbena leaves and stems. They rinsed it off, put it in the pot, and the tea was delicious. It was so good. It was good. And proper, proper Israeli mint tea has a lot of sugar, too. So it's sugar and mint and water. And it's so good. But mint, they call nana. Yes. And mint is, mint is different than lemon verbena, so we had both while in Israel, and it it made me want to grow my own. And then we spent years looking for lemon verbena. I think we found it once, we but did. I remember going through the garden stores for years, hoping we would see lemon verbena. And the local, uh, the really nice garden store here in yes. St. Albert carries it. Last year I had quite a sizable plant. And then it died. No, that one was good. Well, it died when the winter came. Exactly. But probably this mid -July. year, July. Yeah. Because no, it's Alberta. That, that one lasted all summer. Mm -hmm. And this year, they only had small lemon verbena plants. So I put it in a pot with lemon balm, which is quite hearty looking. And they make wonderful tea. So we were gardening. What we else? Gardening. It's been a month since we've talked. Not you and I. Oh, but I also, you in the world. I planted chocolate mint. Mm-hmm. And peppermint in one pot, and in another pot, orange mint and strawberry mint. And I still have uh, one or two more mint plants to put in. So I'm very excited. 
to have tea and iced tea all summer from my very own plants. That is exciting. I know. Aside from your plants, okay. what have you been up to? Aside from we're getting to the crafting, but in life, let's see, you organize the Harmony Brunch. I'm I'm involved in a number of different uh, nonprofit organizations, and I'm involved in the program. Some of them are for seniors. Yeah, that's so interesting. You just made the biggest yawn possible. <laughs> Let's not. change the topic. No, Mom, I yawned because I knew you were going to talk about crochet later. <laughs> nonprofit organizations. I'm, I'm involved in a, in a few nonprofit organizations. I sit on the board and I help run some of the programs and organize the programs. And so those are the things that keep me busy. And uh, I work with really good people. All volunteers. So it's great. And you've been organizing other events. Yeah. Like Pride Shabbat. Yeah. I'm on the uh, organizing committee for the Edmonton Citywide Interfaith Pride Service. So I uh, I help organize it. And then at our synagogue, this is the third year that we're going to be having a Pride Shabbat and invite people in the LGBTQ community and straight people and people of all different religions to come and join join us for a very welcoming uh, Shabbat service. All right, you can talk about your crafting now. Well, my most recent crafting activity had to do with something we were both working on. Oh, should we talk about that now or I should think, I? I think we need to. All right. I think you need to start oh, it with man, the story. I have to tell the story. You do. So I almost committed third degree murder. What made it third degree? I think first degree is with intent, right? Dad used to tell us mm-hmm. this. So first degree is with intent. Second degree is you mean it at the time, but you didn't plan it ahead of time. And third degree is, it's an, in manslaughter, is it's an accident, Right. Uh, see, I don't know that we have second degree here. I think we have first degree and we have manslaughter. We don't have second degree? I don't know. I don't oh. think so. Well. I could be wrong. In any case, you had no intention of committing. But I honestly almost killed somebody. And so I thought she needed awful. a card. <laughs> you have to give the details. All right, all right. So we talked about Tina before. Tina is our neighbor She's in New York. She's adorable. She's lovely. She's, She's so sweet. Their grandparent age, Tina and Barry, and they live next door. And in New York. And Tina is very small. She, she is, is so tiny. She's the same, maybe an inch or two taller than I am, but she, a breath of wind would probably gust her I know. away. And she's so lovely. And she's very generous with her time, as in when I needed, okay. So the bed, I my bed in New York, and I, it has a storage space underneath it that isn't meant to be a storage space. So to get things in the storage space... You need to move the mattress and the box spring, and they're huge. It's this queen-size bed and very heavy mattress, and very it's one of these with an extra plushy stuff on top, and the box spring, and you have to move all of this to get to the things stored underneath it. So I needed to get to the things underneath the bed, and Tina offered to help me because Deborah was sewing for me. So she, she was unable to help. She was selfishly sewing me a dress, and but we're getting to that. And Tina offered to help and I didn't want to say are you sure you you weigh more than the mattress because you're going to need to hold it up but I didn't I didn't and so what we did what you have to do is you have to slip the mattress off the bed have one person sort of hold it on an angle and then the other person slips the box spring off the bed puts it against the window gently and then gets the things and then you slip it back so we were doing this when the the box spring I wavered a little at my hold on the box spring. Tina was holding up the mattress. Tina reached out an arm to help me with the box spring, even though I told her I was doing okay. She lost her grip on the mattress, fell backwards <gasps> over the the foot of the bed, back on the slats, just smack her spine, no covering, on the slats. And then the mattress came down and squished her. And then I, I reached for the mattress, and then the box, I lost my grip on the box spring, and then the box spring came down and smacked on top of the mattress. Poor Tina. And Tina was pinned. Luckily, Deborah wasn't pinning downstairs, so she was able to run up and help me rescue Tina, and Tina insisted she was all right, even though she was bleeding. 
on her leg um, and probably black and blue the next day, although I wasn't there to see. And we felt, mom and I felt it that... It was quite necessary. It was quite necessary to make her a uh, get well card. And we did. We mm-hmm. pulled out our scrapbooking supplies. Well, first we tried to buy one. I know. We <laughs> Can you tell about that, mom? So we went to the store and we thought we would look for a get well soon card and hopefully find a picture of some a hospital bed. Yeah, any kind of that bed. we could turn into a a bed card. A bed card because she was almost killed by a bed. Right. And we couldn't find one. No. And, and one person did ask, do we need help? And I'm sure we have what you're looking for. And I explained we were looking for, I'm sorry, I almost manslaughtered you with my bed. <laughs> and we, he unfortunately could not help he us. Couldn't help us. So tell he about was this, defeated. Tell about the process of this card. So there were tears. There may have been tears. So on the outside of the card, Melanie made a beautiful cover and made a uh, little Kafira, who is Deborah's dog. And Tina adores Deborah's dog. And uh, and made some of uh, Kafira's toys and put them on the outside of the card. And it was beautiful. On the inside of the card, I made a bed and a mattress and a box spring and a pile of blankets and a couple of pillows and we attached them all to the inside what was special scrapbooking supplies i know we had little foam sticky things so that things would pop out a little bit and we used some brads that opened up and so that the box spring and mattress could swivel and then you wrote (coughs) and then you wrote a nice poem to i did well it was not a great i mean but yes it was yes. a good poem. So it was a really nice card. So you we sent it off. Include a picture on the, uh, on the either uh, Savvy on, Girl page? Either in the notes or I've already posted. Actually, I posted oh. it on our Facebook page. Did you on the Savvy Girl page? I did. Okay. I did. But also probably we'll end up talking about it again in the video. We'll see what happens between today and tomorrow. Okay. We'll probably make a video. Um, but anyway, I don't know how long the card will take to get to the States, but it's in the mail and we crafted together... It was fun. With the two of us, we did. I know. All right, so that's one oh, thing. Oh, wait. On the back of the card, there was a gift from Juno the gerbil and Colette the sparrow. So there's a feather from Colette and a little nibbled piece of cardboard from Juno. So just in case, Tina, she knows them both. She's been around for both of them in New York, and now they're here in Alberta. So, yes. So that was our crafting. That was non-knitting. That's I'm right. sure you're all engrossed in that. Butterfly, butterfly, ladybug, spider, spider, ant. Butterfly, butterfly, ladybug, spider, spider, ant. What else have you been doing, Mom? I've only been working on one project, actually. Is it a granny square? It is not a granny square, but it is an afghan. It is is a mermaid tail afghan. The pattern is can be found on Yarn Utopia, Y-A-R-N-U-T-O-P-I-A, by Nadia Fuad, F-U-A-D. There are a number of patterns for uh, mermaid tails, mermaid tail type afghans. I chose this one because... It, uh, there's room for the feet. It comes to a point, but there's, there's room for the feet. So you, your feet wouldn't feel squished if you point your toy, toes up. Uh, you can lie down on a couch and wrap yourself in the afghan and then stick your feet in the bottom part. Uh, I like the fact that the uh, pattern looks like uh, shells. It and does. I'm looking it at looks it. Like, it looks no, like... Well, no, like scales. 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 Like scales. Yeah. So uh, I'm making this for... For a Savvy Bro's fiancé's daughter. Exactly. Who is um, not a mermaid, for the she record. Is she not is not a mermaid. She is not born a mermaid, but no, she thinks but she maybe she's a mermaid. No, she loves mermaids, and she has a, a swimming tail of, to take in the water that she uses in swimming pools, and, and uh, a mermaid tail for that. So... It's it, it's a present for her. And how close is it to being finished? Well, 
you it's, you made all these notes you're not talking about i them. know i should talk about my notes okay i'll just scratch my mosquito bite oh my oh. gosh anyway go on okay so i'm making it out of uh worsted weight yarn which is uh acrylic and you may scoff at acrylic I can't talk i'm scratching just keep going <clears throat> I'm not scoffing. You may scoff all you like at a, acrylic worsted weight yarn, but the colors were right, and the um, and it's so washable. It's, it's so it's, washable. It's, it's great. <laughs> it's great stuff. This is loops and threads, impeccable. And how many skeins did it take? Uh, all of them. I think I'm on the third skein. Okay, so there's aqua... And lavender, lavender, and then uh, variegated, or what's the other word people use instead of variegated? Ombre yarn called luxury, which has the aqua, has teal, has even a little bit of pale uh, lilac. It's got the, the lilac or the lavender in it as well, so it pulls out the colors. It's when you make it, when you crochet it, uh, you crochet it using double crochet shell stitches, and so those shell stitches look like the scales on a fish or a mermaid tail. Exactly. You start it by making an open afghan, and then about nine inches from the bottom, you start working in the round and decreasing the number of shell stitches per round. Until it comes to kind of a point, a generous point, so your feet can fit into it. And then you crochet the tail separately, crocheting from side to side, and then uh, going up the side and decreasing on to, to help pull it together so that it's gathered, and then you, I need to sew it to the tail. So at this point, I have finished the mermaid tail. I have almost finished the fin at the for the bottom and uh, I need to crochet around the edge and do the the gathering at the top of the fin and then sew it all together and crochet around. That yeah. sounds hard but doable. It's definitely doable. This is a project I will complete. Well that sounds great. Yeah so that's what I've been working on. Ready to stand, ready to know what the people know, ask them my questions and get some answers, what's a fire and why does it, what's the word, burn, when's it my turn? Who wish I could be part of that world? Well, Deborah's not here to tell us what she's been working on, but she made me a dress. It is beautiful. It is similar to the Nemesis dress that Gigi made me for one show. But this is a different show, and it is basically exactly the same dress, but with, with, it's basically exactly the same dress, but with lace sleeves, and it's beautiful, it's Piaf style dress, because it's for an Edith Piaf show, and I'm not going to talk anymore about it, because I think Deborah should talk about it. She should talk she about should. it. It's beautiful. She should not be on a date, and instead be talking. talking. I mean, I'm sure she's talking. <laughs> she doesn't stop, right? Yeah. But yes, no, it's a beautiful dress and it fits you perfectly and it will be wonderful for your shows. I'm so excited. I still need to make a fascinator, which is also like knitting. Deborah and I went to the fascinator it's store. Crafting. It is like the card we made, but sewing on a hat form thing. So I need to work on that. I don't need it until July 6th, but it is now May 27th and July 6th, as since I will be traveling most of the time until then, will come up pretty fast in terms of making a hat. So tomorrow I might take a stab at this hat. I've already started it, but it's not done. It's surprising how long it takes to even just sew edging, hand sew edging to the corner of a hat form. Oh, yeah, but sure. much rather do that than knit. Speaking yes. of knitting. Spe oh, speaking of, okay. 
Can you pretend, Mom, you're playing a sad violin? Mom, keep playing. I lost a bunch of my knitting. I lost. <laughs> Remember that hat I showed you when we were doing the video? Yes. That really pretty, the Cabernet hat. Yes. It took me a hundred years to knit and yes. it had all, yeah, I lost that it's in Paris. It's, it's gone. gone. And it I lost was eaten by Paris. It was it was on went on a bad date with me and it didn't come back. Oh, I know. I know. I can't even say it was worth it for the date because it wasn't. And I lost my hat. So and the yarn was really it was Anzula yarn. It was beautiful yarn. It, it was beautiful. I know. I know. So um, can you just play? Just... Okay. I, I didn't just lose. The Cabernet hat. I also lost a shawl. <laughs> I it's at a pub in Dunkirk where I went to get poutine, but there wasn't any vegetarian poutine, and so I left. But the shawl got left behind. No. And so not only again did I not get the thing I came for, but I lost something I loved. Oh. I know. So I'm packing for my next trip right now, and I'm taking one hat that I knit. I made up the pattern. That's Madeline Tosh hat anyway, and probably I'll take that. And I'm taking a shawl that I utterly love. One of our listeners made it and gave it to me, and I love it. And I do not want – I I can't lose this shawl. Do not lose I'm, I won't. It's probably the most gorgeous shawl ever made, ever. And I can't lose the shawl. I'm just a little scared. But I'm yes. going to be extremely careful and take lots of pictures so if for some reason it runs away, I can track the exact second. Okay. But I'm going to a bunch of knitting events. I feel like I, I need a beautifully knitted shawl. And this, it's perfect. The shape is perfect. I have a few beautifully knitted shawls, but this beautifully knitted shawl is the one that matches all the clothes I'm bringing. And it's coming on You'll this just trip. Have to be I'm a little scared. That. Maybe you should sew your name in, in email address on it. So that if it's lost, I might actually sew a tiny little tag on it because I can't be trusted. No, clearly. (sighs) Anyway, I will be extremely careful and not go in any place that is not well lit with the knitting and not ever take it off unless I put it into something. And you will check before you leave that you have. Yes. Maybe you should call me every half an hour. Okay. I will not lose this shawl and I hopefully will not lose this hat. It's, I like the hat a lot, but... I can knit another one of these hats. It, it, I just made it up. I could potentially do it again, but can't lose knitting. Can't lose knitting. Can't lose it. Can't lose it. I have been knitting something. Deborah and I have been doing a sort of a savvy sisters knit along with a shawl. I forget what it's called. So we'll talk about it next time because she, oh shoot. So it's a savvy girls knit along? Well, we were going to, and then we started competing with each other. Oh, and that's never happened before. We started knitting. But um, Deborah's doing it in the proper weight on the proper needle size, and I'm doing it in a much heavier weight on a different needle size. So I'm not exactly sure if my shawl is going to end up being the proper shawl because I don't I don't know. I haven't touched it for a couple weeks. So oh dear, is she knitting away? No, she put it down and started making custom fit sweaters because that's all she does. Oh yeah, now. She's, she's enjoying that. Yeah, and so, she had a dress to make. We're t- Deb- I know. It's a beautiful dress. I love the dress. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, <coughs> but I'm um, just teasing you. Deborah also could be doing podcasting. I'm just saying, not bitter at all. Well, she should be podcasting. I know she <sighs> has so many things. I know to so say about to knitting. About. We have nothing to say about knitting, people. Nothing. Well, I haven't been knitting. I haven't been knitting. So moving on, let's continue with this knitting podcast. Okay, okay. <laughs> Mom, I think it is time to bring back a word. Ooh, okay. It is called mither. The word is called mither. Mither, M-I-T-H-E-R? It is, yes. 
Okay. And it means to make an unnecessary fuss or moan or bother or to pester or irritate someone. For example, I could say to you, will you stop mithering me, mom? Oh, are you sure that doesn't come from mothering? Well, does mothering pester or irritate someone? Sometimes. It doesn't come from mothering. Okay. So. All right. So I need to use it in a sentence? Yes. So oh. mither. Uh, give me the definition one more time. Unnecessary fuss or bother or someone, I suppose, who is fussing and bothering you. Colette was mithering me so much while I was trying to eat my breakfast. Colette the Sparrow. Colette the Sparrow. Yeah. How's that? That, except it's... Yes. <laughs> yes. But it mithers me that you don't seem to like the fact that she mithers you. Well, it's a bit mithering when she lands on my shoulder and walks down to my wrist to check out what's on my spoon or fork. Well, it mithers me that I don't get to check out what's on your spoon or fork. <laughs> and you just save it all for the birdie. I don't think you'd fit on my shoulder. And it, I think you'd break my arm if you walked down my arm and landed on my wrist. It mithers me that we've never tried it. That doesn't mither me at it all. It doesn't mither me either. <laughs> so this, so I, you need to use it in a sentence. All right. When I'm traveling, sometimes I feel that people are just out there to mither me at the airport. Oh. I feel that the entire day is going to be full of mithering individuals and mitheration. 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 I made it up now. <laughs> yes, I did. So, mither. Bring it back. I think it's British, so you could say it with a British accent. But mither. If, mither. But mither. If, if all you're saying is... Mither. If you say, hey, I'd like to mither someone, it, it just... Maybe use the British accent for everything, not oh, just, I think just so. the one word. I think so. So that's the, that's the best that's word I have word. this week. Okay. I've been saving it for about four months. So. Okay, so why don't we put a challenge out to all the listeners to okay. use the word mm -hmm. in the week after you listen to the podcast mm -hmm. and then write in and tell us how you used it. We'll give a prize. We'll give a prize to one. And this isn't the whole swap edition. prizes? We have so many prizes. Oh, good. They're, most of them are patterns. People have donated. We have... Okay. Okay. As an aside, I am sorry we have not picked the swap petition winners yet. Oh my gosh, oh my I forgot gosh. again. I keep promising. Okay, this tomorrow, Mom, you and I are picking the swap petition winners. Oh my gosh, that's hard. This is why and I put I have it to off. Make a decision. We have a lot of prizes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, so that's coming. So the best use of the word mithering, and you really have we'll to give be you a honest. pattern. You you really have to be honest and you really have to use it. Yes. And the prize one person will be chosen by Savvy Mom. No. Yes, by some. I'm going to be in Europe. Like no, nope, nope. Pick my mom, and they will get some sort of pattern. It or will make, be. We'll make Savvy Bro pick it. Fine. Yes, Savvy Bro <laughs> and Savvy Mom will make a committee, and they will neither mither each other nor repent of their decision. Okay. All right. And that's that. If you're looking for sympathy, you'll find it in the dictionary just beyond. So long. Sorry, if you're looking for consolation, you'll find it in the dictionary right between cheating and constantly. I'm going to talk about gardening once more because I had a certain number of plants and we finally got almost all those plants planted. Mm -hmm. And we bought tomatoes and peppers and we got them into the ground mm -hmm. and then today we went back to the greenhouse and we bought flowers mm -hmm. and we haven't planted those yet now mom yes what does this sound like if you had to tell the story again but make the plants yarn can you do that again so you had some yarn i had some yarn and i you used it. I made a beautiful project out of the yarn, <coughs> mm -hmm. and I bought some more yarn, and I had another work in progress, and I made a sweater out of that yarn, and when I thought I was all caught up using up my stash, I went out and bought more. 
So essentially, you have a plant stash. I have a plant stash. You have a plant stash. I know. What are you going to do? I don't know. We're going to plant it eventually. Like tomorrow. We're going to have to plant it tomorrow. Yes, we do. Because we're leaving in three days. Yes, and I know. we're going to have to plant it tomorrow. Yes, we have. Yes, to dig, is out, it... dig out the roots in the back garden and. How are we talking about gardening again? I don't know. I was going to give an update of what I've been up to, but oh no, let's you... talk about gardening. No, you can take out the whole gardening part. No, we're keeping it in. Okay, we're keeping it in. Inch by inch, row by row, gonna make this garden grow. Gonna mulch it deep and low. Gonna make it fertile ground. Inch by inch, row by row. Please bless these seeds I sow. Please keep them safe below till the rain come tumbling down. So, savvy girl Melanie, my daughter, tell me what you've been up to lately well, besides not knitting. Uh, first, let's talk about the bird. Okay. Mom, that's easy. <laughs> Tell me how sweet she is. I love the bird. And the gerbil is doing just fine. She's gotten morbidly gerbilly obese. She runs around all the time, but she is, I think she's sleeping in her exercise wheel. In her wheel. cages. She runs in her cages, yes. not throughout the house. Like the one time she escaped and mom found her trying to get into the furnace. I You're rescued a heroine. her. I took the, pie, the uh, vents and ductwork <coughs> apart with a screwdriver and got her out. But that's a different that's story. That's a different story. Did we do? We must have talked about that. I'm pretty already. sure we did. I'm sure we did. But the bird is being, she's taken over your life. Ah, oh, yes. Isn't that great? Think of all the sparrows out there who aren't responsible for someone else's daily activities. All the ones I see out my window at my Yeah, those ones. Feeder. Colette is the best sparrow ever. Mom, just tell everyone else she's the best sparrow. She's ever. lovely. But the, the problem is. There's no problem. Colette knows that I'm here. She knows I'm I'm the person who opens the refrigerator and she'll fly on and land on my shoulder when I open the refrigerator door because there are things in there she wants to eat. Oh, I mean, me too. I know, but you don't land on my shoulder. And then she sits and keeps me company while I'm eating and insists on eating some of my food. She licks her beak when she gets she excited. She smacks her beak and she'll... She, she'll she eats my food. She follows your spoon. She follows my spoon or she'll eat from my fork or she'll just eat from my, I'll have to hold a piece of something between my, my fingers and she eats from that. She insists, well, she insists. <laughs> she asks for her videos to be turned on on the computer screen. And so when I wake up in the morning, I turn on the computer, I go and get myself something to eat she flies back and forth. Oh, after I let her out of the cage, she flies back. <coughs> and f- I'm trying. She flies back and forth from my shoulder to her little nest in front of the computer screen over and over again to remind me, hey, mom, you haven't turned my videos on. She does do that. And once they're on, she doesn't necessarily watch them. She Not just wants day. them on. She just, but she gets upset if I happen to open a window and cover her... Like a window on the computer. A window on the computer. And if my window covers her videos, she lets me know. And what are the videos? YouTube videos, and they're called bird videos for cats. So she also likes its bird videos for one for a bird. sparrow. Mm-hmm. I know, and she loves them. She, I think she helps you. She rips paper for you. She walks away with your <laughs> knitting. I covered... I have a fairly new desk, and I covered the desk with brown paper... Uh, so that because the poop machine is hard at work is to protect the top exactly and she has ripped the paper to shreds i have fresh paper to put on maybe we could do that before you leave sure so that yes there's two of us instead of one of us yes so that's your little bird oh i know what i wanted to say when i leave the house i put her in her cage the problem is she doesn't let me catch her so if I'm at the computer and I want to catch her, as soon as my... Wait, wait, can you explain? If you're at the computer and you don't want to catch her, what does she do? She runs around the, the desk. She sits on her her little nest watching the videos. She sits on the wires that connect the 
monitor and the the printer. She brings food to the keyboard she and brings, eats it on top. <laughs> she brings her seeds and lands on the keyboard because it's a much better place to eat there because it's my keyboard is. <laughs> don't even ask. <laughs> anyway, she climbs inside the printer. Yeah, she'll go in the back of the printer. Yeah, and she'll sit paper. on the speakers. She'll climb, try to climb into the speakers. Yeah, yeah, she does all this. And if I need to catch her to put her away, if I take my fingers off of the keyboard, she runs behind the monitor. She where actually I runs. Can catch her. She runs. Yeah, so cute. She does. Hop, 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 hop. Peeks around. If I make <laughs> eye contact with her, like I'm aiming at her, she runs and hides. And then she peeks back out. And she peeks back out to see. And I pretend that I'm not going to catch her. Or you pretend that you're typing. Or I pretend I'm typing. Exactly. I'll go tick, 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 tick on the keys. Then I try to catch her and she flies to the top of her cage. I go to the cage. I try to catch her. She flies back to the computer. Back and forth and back and forth. Melanie comes in town. Melanie goes scoop. In her hands. She's my baby. And she holds her in her hands, and the bird doesn't mind. Today I just put my finger and she jumped right you up. put your finger out and she, she knew it was out. time to go home. You put your finger to the cage, and she hopped in the cage for me. <laughs> She's a discerning baby birdie. Who's a year old, by the way? Happy birthday, bird. <laughs> she really loves Melanie. She loves you, too. It's just no. Int- she uses me. She loves we you. All, anyway, we all use me. Is that what you made? Was? Thanks for making pancakes tonight, Mom. Oh, you're welcome. From both the bird and I. Yeah, we all had we all had pancakes. Breakfast for supper. But um, it is interesting how the bird has a different relationship with different people. And I know. Deborah, the minute she sees her, she flies over and starts having a bath in her hair and starts poking out her freckles. Just she has different people. She wants different things. Savvy bro, she just wants to sit on his cuff or his, what's that called? Collar. Collar and then pick at the the little shaven hairs on the back of his neck because she thinks they're (laughs) bugs. But with every single person, she has a different relationship. It is true. It's very neat. And you have to wonder, looking at all the sparrows and the birds outside, do they each have individual personalities like this crazy bird does? I think they have the capacity to, but I think they get into flock mode. And survival. And to survive. Everything's survival. And here it's everything. What can I get out of mom? Well, exactly. And at night, when you put her in her cage, Mm -hmm. if you, if, and now she's sleeping in her cage. I think she's in the pineapple. She's in her little pineapple. Pineapple That's $2 ever. It's a, it's a cloth pineapple with a a hole. So she goes into it. It's a little nest. Uh, If Melanie were to go near the cage, she would yell. Should I go near the cage? That would be cruel. Well, I'll just walk by. Okay. Okay, so this is what happens. Oh, no, she's in the pineapple, though. Oh, she's... Her... I can't. Her head's tucked behind her wing. She must really... She never goes in the pineapple to sleep. She must be really tired. She's tired. But she yells. If she thinks Melanie's going to take her out when she's tired. I'll get her yelling at some point on the podcast. She really yells. Bedtime is bedtime. So, Mom, I am doing some traveling soon. Oh, I have to talk about what I've been up to. What have you been up to? I have, let's see, since the last time I podcasted, I think the last episode was the travel episode. So that was the end of my adventures. Well, those adventures. And that ended a month and a bit ago. Came back from Sudan, came back from Paris, then... Um, and Brunei. And Brunei. So I came back to Edmonton. I hung out with you for a while here. No. And then I went to New York City for the New York Sheep and Wool Festival. And Deborah, no, for the Maryland Sheep and Wool Festival. And Deborah and I are going to talk about that on a podcast together. But my friend Maya, whom I thought was called Maya for two years, and wasn't I? Didn't I feel like an idiot? But Maya and... Maya. Yes, it is Maya and Esther, my other friend from Prague. They both came in town to come to the festival. And what was really neat is people had, especially Esther, they they knew her from the podcast because I suppose I talk about her a lot. But it was fun. We had a wonderful time. And the only thing was I had plague. I got bronchitis. 
terrible. I know. You're not over it yet. Not over it. It's been a month. I... I'm almost done with the coughing. It's been over. Well, it's been a month exactly. Uh, I bruised a rib coughing. So yeah. now that's annoying me more than anything else. And I basically lost my voice. And maybe I'll put that clip up. It's awful, right? It's so sad. Should I put it up? No? No. I might put it up anyway. It's so <laughs> I had to go in the recording studio and record some things. And clearly I'm not going to use them, but I... I was recording some instrumentals and I had to use my voice. I had to sing along so they they did it at the right speed. And it was awful. I'm going to play a little of it. It was awful. It was so sad. That's my mom so supportive. Here's, Here's my daughter with this marvelous voice, this glorious voice, and she couldn't sing. It's pretty awful. I'll play it. It's funny. As long as people know that is not how I sing. Right, Mom? Oh, my gosh. Okay. You have such a marvelous voice. But not, this was, this was, it's so awful, it's funny, but also sad. So I'll play a little of that. Anyway, so I I was in New York for a couple weeks after that with Deborah, and I we I was lucky enough to be able to through through work to be able to go to a bunch of really neat restaurants. To I got to go to a bunch of places I never thought I'd go. Uh, Tavern on the Green, uh, some lounges on the top of buildings and posh districts, and it was really fun. But so I did that, and now I am back here for a few days and. And lucky me. And I have some travel coming up. And you have a concert on Tuesday. So first off... Wednesday. First off... Uh, let me turn... Doing this, let me turn on my calendar. So I have a concert on Tuesday. Hopefully this will be out by then. Tuesday the 31st here in Edmonton. And that concert is... here. Talk while I turn it on, please. The concert is Red Hot Mama, a Sophie Tucker cabaret. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful show. It's great. It's a show I've done a bunch before, and it's great. I love doing it. I just need to re-memorize it. It's okay. It's already Saturday. So that's in Edmonton on Tuesday. And then? On Wednesday, we have a road trip. We're road trip. We're going to Calgary. Road trip to Calgary. Girls Gone Wild on the road. And she is performing the same show in Calgary. Exactly. And then the very next day, I am flying... To London, back over the pond, but this time I'm going east instead of crazy west to be to go east. So I'm going to London. I arrive on Friday, June 3rd. I immediately, hopefully, get my work visa, which I've never had to get there before, but get my performance work visa. That's your train. Go to Leeds, and then Saturday, the 4th of June, is the Leeds Yarn Festival. The third, the third Leeds Yarn Festival. I have sung at the Leeds Yarn Festival. I sang at the first one, and this is the third one. I'll be singing at it again. And there are vendors, there, there's, I think an alpaca's coming, sheep's coming. It's going to be great. So this is great. It is. So that is that. This on the is fourth. yarn related. It is. There you go. On the fifth, I'm traveling to Beverly, Beverly, UK. And that's what I was interviewed for. I was interviewed about this concert that I'm doing on the sixth at the East Riding Theater in Beverly in the UK. If you are around, come to the concert. I got oh. to be on the BBC there and I'll put up a link to the interview. And then on the, so Leeds on the 4th, Beverly East Riding Theater on the 6th. The 7th, I travel to Portsmouth. On the 8th, I'm performing Opera Mouse, I think three times at, at the New Theater Royal in Portsmouth. And then the 9th, I'm performing my knitting show in Portsmouth at 7.30. And I'm doing a knitting workshop at 4.30 in Portsmouth also. On the 10th, I'm heading to the Spring Arts and Heritage Center in Havant, Hampshire, 
where I'm performing the knitting show again, and I'm doing it at 2.30 and 7.30, and there is a workshop also at 11.30. Yes. And then when it's all over on the 11th, I am staying at this crazy, neat bed and breakfast spa place out in the countryside where Shelly, Percy, Bish, I don't know his middle name. Bishy. Bishy. Shelly used to live in his old manor, and that is going to be a crazy adventure. And I'm not exactly sure what I'm doing for the two weeks after that. Honestly, I have, don't have my ticket back yet. I need to be in Regina on the 5th of July. That leaves... That's Regina, Saskatchewan. Regina, Saskatchewan. But that leaves um, Canada. 18 days that anything could happen. I don't know if I should be there. I don't know if I should be here. I really have to work it out before the ticket gets crazy expensive to come back. But, um, yeah, I'll be traveling. So if you're in Calgary, if in well, we're not going to have a lot of time in Calgary, but if you're in Calgary, in Leeds, in Beverly, in Portsmouth, in Havant, Hampshire, if anywhere else people might need a knitting concert, I will be around, probably. Um, and I'm not sure where to go. I might head to Paris for a few days. I probably will. And then I might just head off to Prague and see my friends there because it's free to stay and some of my favorite people in the world are in Prague and it's my favorite city. Another So June I might just full, go there. Another June full of adventures for you. Yes. And then July, I will be in Regina, in Winnipeg, back in Edmonton, and then I head to Edinburgh via Paris, but then to Edinburgh to perform... Opera Mouse, again, but also not the knitting show. I'm performing a Piaf and Brel, uh, Jacques Brel, Edith Piaf Cabaret, and that is my show for this summer. I'm touring all over. Yes, and I might end up singing it at a castle after Edinburgh. So there's there's Exciting. that. So it's going to be another crazy summer. I wish my rib didn't hurt, and I wish I wasn't tired, and I wish I could sing. You have to sing Tuesday. You will sing. It's not Tuesday yet. Exactly. So yeah, that... That is that, I guess. That's my travel, and I will bring travel knitting. Yes. And we'll think of some kind of contest for this summer next episode. So, Mom, we have a couple minutes left. What advice would you give to people who wanted for summer, summer knitting? What would you suggest they knit? You know, or crochet. I I was going to uh, talk about my summer project goals I have probably over 120 maybe 150 Afghan squares that I've made my goal this summer is I am going to join one put one Afghan together do you crochet join it or sew join it well you could do either but I my plan is to crochet them together and uh, some of these are are squares that I started five years ago. I've got time to, maybe, time to crochet them together. Uh, yes, I have probably four or five Afghans or blankets worth of of squares. So my goal for myself is to finish one blanket this summer. That's a good goal. I think so. Well, as well as the mermaid tail, like finish that yeah, one. But you're getting close. And put together the squares for for one of the blankets. I guess my goal this summer is I want to finish this shawl, but honestly, with these large needles and thick wool, it won't take long. Mm-hmm. Um, I did do another shawl. I think I talked about that. The traveling was it the traveling woman shawl? Did you do that? One? It was a little shawlette, and I it was actually I'm actually a bit disappointed because there's not much to it. It felt like it took forever, and there's not much. Oh, really? There's not much to it. What did what yarn did you use for that? Beautiful yarn. I don't know the colorway. I don't know the weight. It's Anzula yarn. It was given to me as a gift oh, by you Sabrina. Love, you love Anzula. I do. I I just don't. I don't know the information, but it's red. It's gorgeous. There was just enough to finish this, so it's good. It wasn't a bigger shawl. However, I had I envisioned wrapping myself in the shawl, not sort of putting it around my neck. Oh. I think I would have preferred something lacier with bigger holes, but more volume, more, more shawlness to it. But um, I've always wanted an old style nightcap. Oh, you know the kind that droop. Like when you think of Scrooge. Oh, okay. 
You don't. You don't think that's. You don't think I need that. No. Well, why? But keep, that's something you want. So. Well, no, no, no. Why? Just why, but mom? Why do you need it? To keep your head warm. Is your head cold? Well, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> On the more than Scotland, it might be. It, I just think it would be really neat to have a maybe. Like maybe I need a new goal. Make yourself one of those if that's what you wish. It's a lot of work. I'm just hoping someone will make me one now that I mentioned it. Just saying. You don't want it crocheted. (laughs) (laughs) You should see her face. I love you, Mom. (laughs) I love you, Mom. Love you too, sweetie. It's neat and it's sweet. It's a ding-dong treat. Knitting socks for little feet. Just knitting with your knitting all day long. Knitting's friendly and knitting's fun. Knitting's good for everyone. You have been listening to episode 161 of the Savvy Girls podcast. If you'd like to reach us, we're still on this couch. We certainly are. Or... Well, we won't be on the couch forever. I feel like we might be. Oh, we might be. We might be. Unless we get hungry. How many more episodes of Sherlock are there? There are two. Oh, that's all? They're long. Okay, good. But if you'd like to reach us, we are at podcast at SavvyGirls.ca. I'm Melanie. Savvy Girl Melanie on Ravelry. Mom is... Savvy Mom. Savvy Mom. And Deborah is Savvy Girl Deborah. Savvy Girl Deborah. Is that her name? Yes. Okay. Well, maybe you should email her and tell her to start podcasting and stop cavorting around New York. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, she hopefully she will be back at the next podcast, but she is on a date tonight. So she is not. She is. She is. They went out for dinner. Okay. Yeah. If you want to reach Savvy Bro, you should really reach Savvy Bro. I think he needs some attention. He's at podcast at SavvyGirls.ca. We are on Twitter, Savvy Girls PCast. I need to start tweeting again. I've been really lazy. I think Deborah's on Instagram. I don't know what her Instagram name is, so that's no help. I am Melanie Presents, I believe, on Instagram. And I am, yeah, we're around. We're on Facebook. We're on Ravelry. If you haven't found us yet, why haven't you found us? We're a lot of fun. I know. Come find us. Maybe not at three in the morning in the rhododendrons. Rhododendrons? What about the rhododendrons? How do you say that? Rhododendrons. Don't hide in the rhododendrons, <laughs> which we don't have. Meantime, what? Enjoy, are we going to say it together? Okay, well, you want to three. One, two, two three. three. Stick, I forget what we're supposed to, to your say. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's been two weeks. <laughs> okay, one, two, three. three. Stick to your knitting, Kim. We're so professional. <laughs>